I was in such like a bad place mentally and always thinking that nothing would ever work, always thinking that there was nothing that I could do to successfully lose the weight. I do think that this program is a lot different from the norm. This program is meant to mold to your lifestyle, to teach you how to alter your lifestyle on the go. So like if you need to eat out, like eat out. On a treat day, if you want a slice of pizza, like go for it, girl. I've benefited so much more from it besides just weight loss. I think that because of my story that I could really impact those people who have just kind of like given up hope. I'm Lexi Davis, and this is my fat loss success story. Stories have the power to explain the unknown, persuade us to change, and encourage us to improve. I invite you to listen to the inspiring stories of people who have struggled with diet and exercise and have learned that nutrition and fitness is the answer. This is a podcast that will educate you and inspire you to write your own fat loss success story. Welcome to Fat Loss Success Stories, the podcast that highlights the personal victories of those on the faster way to fat loss. I'm your host, Veronica Hugger, and I've been a member of the Faster Way community since November 2019, and I developed this podcast to help other middle-aged women overcome the physical struggles that often come in midlife and to provide added support and encouragement to fellow Faster Way members. So thank you for listening. This episode features the story of Lexi Davis, a preschool teacher who wowed Fasterway clients with her dramatic before and now photo on Instagram. And that's the photo that is with this episode. Now, Lexi is 24 and she's not my typical guest, but her success story still inspires. You see, many of us in this age, we we have kids Lexi's age, and there are kids that happen to grow up smothered in fast food messages and, and sugar highs, and even I wish my son had better eating habits. Generation Z, those who were born roughly between 1996 and 2011, has an historically high child and teen obesity rate. And it's estimated that if this is unchanged, 77% of men and 61% of women in this demographic will be obese by adulthood. And obese means a BMI of 30 and above. Now, this is due to a generation that has less physical activity. They don't play outside as much. And they spend so much more time staring at a screen. And plus, there's the fast food chains that they're devoted to. But there is some good news. Gen Zers care about healthy and organic food more than other age groups. And they are eating healthier than millennials did at their age. Generation Z likes to try new things. And because they've grown up in a time of child chef competitions and a surge of home cooking shows, they want more of a hand in preparing their own food. You know, I see the faster way as something more than a weight loss program. It really is an educational program. The end goal is for people to make informed, healthier choices when it comes to food and exercise and to develop healthy habits that will serve them a lifetime. 
After struggling her whole life and trying numerous programs, Lexi has experienced significant weight loss on the faster way. She avoids fast food and cooks more at home now that she knows how to shop for healthy supplies and prepare tasty recipes. She wants to be an inspiration for those like her struggled for so long. And besides, she is just so darn cute. Here is Lexi's story. Okay, how are you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Did you do your workout today? Uh, yes, I actually just got home from doing it, and it was a killer. <laughs> I told you. I warned everybody in the Facebook group. I'm like, intense. <laughs> what is your favorite leg day treat? Um, so my favorite leg day treat is either pasta or pizza. <laughs> Ooh. I usually go for, like, some Thai food. I usually I love me some, like, pad thai. So that's usually it. Or sometimes I will just get me a nice big slice of cheese pizza. So going gluten-free on the faster way probably was a a bit of a challenge for you, right? I think that it's harder for me to cut out dairy versus gluten just because I love cheese and I was a cup of milk a day girl. So did you wean yourself off slowly or how did you do that since you like both of those? inflammatory foods? No, I just cut cold turkey. So as soon as we started the six weeks, the first week you can like wean yourself off of it. That's totally fine. And I was, I think I'm just going to go cold turkey. So I just did it and I just didn't turn back. Great. Good for you. Before we get into the faster way, tell us a little bit about what your struggle was that led you to seek out the faster way. Have you always struggled with with your weight? I have always struggled with my weight. I was tinier, I guess you could say, um, when I was younger, but I feel like that's a common thing. And then once I hit eighth grade, I just sort of started gaining a bunch of weight and I hit high school and then college and it just got really bad. And I just didn't know, I guess, how to get it off. And I join gyms and I would work out, but then I wouldn't see progress. And so I would just give it up. I'm not seeing any progress. So I don't see why I keep going back to the gym. So my main thing of joining the faster way was just losing weight and kind of like weight control. But then after joining it, I mean, I've, I've benefited so much more from it besides just weight loss. The weight gain in high school, it sort of just crept on. With, do you think it was because of what you were eating or your activity level or a little bit of both? Uh, what do you think it was? So I think mine was from lack of eating. Now that I look back on it, one thing that I was like terrified of when I joined the Fast Way was how much we had to eat. I feel like I'm going to gain weight versus lose it because I'm going to be eating more than I ever have in my life. So, but now that I've joined and I see how much it takes to like fuel your body. I actually think that mine was not eating enough because when I was in high school, like I wouldn't eat breakfast. I would rarely eat lunch and then I would get home and I would eat dinner and then I would late night snack. I would be up at like 10 or 11 at night chomping down on some chips because I was hungry from the day, but I wasn't eating during the day. So I think that that contributed a lot and I wasn't in sports or anything. So I wasn't active at all either. So I think that that had a lot to do with it as well. Were you making good food choices or were they pretty much all bad food choices? They were pretty much all bad food choices. My mom, she used to cook. I would eat whatever she cooked, but then afterwards, oh, I think I want a candy bar. Like, oh, I think I want some chips, or I think I just want to eat this half a tub of ice cream. Oh, how did you learn about food before the faster way? I would say that I really didn't learn about food before the faster way. So 
course, my mom would cook and stuff. She would always encourage me to come in the kitchen and like watch her cook so that I could see how to cook meals for myself instead of eating out and stuff. But I was that teenager that was like, no, mom, like I want to watch TV. I don't want to watch you cook. Now that I'm older, I'm like, I wish I would have watched my mom cook. (laughs) But now, I mean, I cook for myself and it's just looking up recipes and going with it. And it's just trial and error to see what works and what doesn't and what I can cook successfully and like what I need more work on. I never really remember in school having any kind of classes to where we were taught proper nutrition. How did you find out about the faster way? I am a preschool teacher and one of the kids that goes to the preschool, her mom is a coach. And so she was just posting on Facebook all the time, like about the faster way. And one of my co-teachers, she was like, I think we should do this. And I was kind of hesitant. And I was like, I don't really know. Like it was three of us. And so two of them were going to do it for sure. And they were like, Lexi, are you going to do it with us? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just so tired of trying things and them not working. We kind of went back and forth for a while and I was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess I'll just do it. She was like, I just think that you should look at Kelsey as my health coach. And so she was like, I think you should just look at Kelsey's progress and like see everything that she talks about and like maybe that'll help you. And I was like, okay. And so I did that and then I just decided to jump on in. So basically you were apprehensive because you didn't want to try yet another program. Yes. But have you been on any other programs before, like Weight Watchers or anything? Um, Yeah, so I have done Weight Watchers. That's the only, like, strict program that I've done. And then I have joined Planet Fitness and tried to do, like, their fitness classes and stuff like that. But the Weight Watchers thing, it was effective for me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then I would find myself being like, okay, well, this is like a point system. So if I still want a McDonald's cheeseburger, then like I can have one. It'll take all my points up for the day. But like, if I want it bad enough, I can have it. But now, well, I don't really want it because I know I can't have the gluten. I know I can't have the dairy. I know I can't have the processed foods. I think that Mm -hmm. the faster way just made my mentality a little better when it came to nutrition. Cause I mean, I haven't had fast food besides Chipotle and tzatzikis and Panera in six months. So, Wow. I don't consider Chipotle fast food. I mean, it is quick food, but Chipotle probably offers the best healthy options compared to any other fast food establishment. I think Chipotle is great. What did you think was going to be your biggest hurdle? Because it sounds like you knew what some of the things were that you were going to need to do in the faster way like the intermittent fasting, getting rid of gluten and dairy. What did you think was going to be your biggest hurdle? I would say either working out or realizing the amount of food that we had to consume just because I never like intensely worked out a hit workout. And so I can remember on the very first day of my six week round, I did it on a Monday and I texted the two girls who joined with me. And I was like, guys, I don't know if I can do this. This is very hard. Mm-hmm. And they were like, just stick with it. Your body will get used to working out. Now, oh, I see what you were so- talking about. So now your body craves it and you're just, you're just motivated on your own to work out. If I don't work out, I will wake up the next day and feel super sluggish. Ugh, I should have worked out yesterday. Do you live by yourself or do you live with your parents? Uh, no, so I live by myself. It's just me and me and my dog. So you didn't have to try to get kids or parents to understand why you were eating like you were eating. You, you got to do it all by yourself, huh? 
Yeah. And I also think that that helped me a lot when it came to cutting out gluten and dairy, because I don't have anyone else living with me who still eats that stuff. And so it was a lot easier for me to just go through my kitchen and like trash or like give away everything that I didn't need. So that was part of the preparation for the six weeks. Yes, for sure. How was the prep other than throwing away all the bad food? In the beginning, it was hard trying to meal prep my own meals for the week and trying to figure out what I was going to eat so that I could track it. But I always say that one of my weaknesses that could be a weakness is that I am sort of a perfectionist. If I had to like eat out Chipotle or Tzatziki's or something, I would knock myself down and I would be like, oh, I can't believe that I'm eating out again. And my health coach would just be like, there's nothing wrong with eating out. This program is meant to teach you how to alter your lifestyle on the go. So like if you need to eat out, eat out. Right. There are options. They teach you how to eat out because you can't avoid it. You have to find your options. But do you know what? Pretty much every restaurant, whatever kind it is, is going to offer a grilled chicken. They're going to offer vegetables. They're going to offer lots of water for you to stay hydrated. There are ways to order your food that is healthy for you and the right kind of preparation for you. So you're right. Yeah. And I noticed that too, like as I was entering into the fast away and like starting to go out to restaurants and stuff, like with my friends and family, I started noticing the healthier options. But before, I guess because I wasn't looking for them, I was just kind of like, oh, they don't have anything healthy here. But I feel like I can pretty much step into any restaurant and find that healthy option. When did you have an aha moment, that time when your mind just clicked and said, this is going to work? It's going to work for me and it's something I can do for the rest of my life. I think that it was just the consistency in myself. I was noticing how consistent I was being and how much my consistency was having a positive effect. So at the end of my six-week round, I took my measurements, reweighed myself, and I noticed how much weight I had lost in just six weeks and like how many inches I had lost. It was, I guess, like my aha moment because in the beginning, I'm going to consume all this food. I don't think that I'm going to like lose any weight because of all this food that I'm consuming. I think it's going to have the opposite effect on me because that's what I'm so used to is I'm used to the perception of like, if you eat a lot, you gain a lot. Right. And so I think that that was kind of it. I have been eating so much more. Yes, working out on top of that, but the eating out scared me so much. And look at me, like I am actually progressing. Do you think you would be progressing if you didn't do the workouts and just up to the nutrition side of it? That's a hard question. I'm going to say no, but that's just because of my body type. I think that there would have been some change by just eating healthier because I think that I do know that eating healthier can change your body in positive ways. But I think that adding the workouts for me is what made it super successful. Right. And I think that if I were eating that much and eating that much like protein throughout the day and not working out, that it wouldn't have been as beneficial because I wouldn't have been working that protein. Right. You're in it for the fat loss. What I like about the program is that it meets you where you are. If you want to work on fat loss, they'll adjust your macros and you can concentrate on fat loss. If you want to work on building muscle and building strength, you adjust your macros and you put more intensity into your workout. So there's something for everyone, no matter where they want to go, no matter what their goals are. 
But your goals right now are what to do both? See, yeah. So my main goal as of now is fat loss and just continuing on the path of healthy nutrition because I don't want to lose the healthy nutrition because I feel like that does play a big role in, I guess you could say, correctly losing the fat. Reasonably, sustainably losing the fat. Yeah. So why do you want to tell your story? I was in such like a bad place mentally and always thinking that nothing would ever work, always thinking that there was nothing that I could do to successfully lose the weight and to eat healthier. And I think that a lot of people struggle with that. And I think that it's important for people to know that you can do it. You just have to find like what's right for you and what what works for you. I hit a very big wall and I was like, I'm going to stop trying and I am just... I'm just going to be here and like whatever happens, happens. Then I found the faster way and it worked. And I just think that it's important for people to know that as long as you keep trying, you'll find something that works for you. If you were to do the faster way starter program over again, what is the first thing you would do maybe a little differently now that you know what you know? I think that I would allow myself to not be a perfectionist in the beginning. I think that I would definitely allow myself to kind of wean myself off of things and to really like understand more from the beginning, like what the main intention is instead of just diving in headfirst and trying to perfect it from the beginning. I think that's really it. I think that I would just not try to be like such a perfectionist in the beginning because I think that I had a lot of like bad days, I guess you could say, during my six weeks where I was like struggling because of my perfectionism and because I was trying to get it 100% right. I kind of had to learn that there is no 100% right. There is just a healthier way to do things and you take that at your own pace. There's room for error and you have to account for that. Yeah. What is the best thing that has happened to you since you started The Faster Way? I would say probably that I can't fit any of my clothes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way. In a good way. So I'm kind of, I guess, positively struggling at this moment. I wear a lot of leggings because none of my jeans fit anymore and a lot of my shorts don't fit anymore. But I promised myself that I wasn't going to go shopping because I'm still continuously like losing fat. And so I don't, I don't want to go shopping yet, but that is probably a good thing. So would you say you have succeeded on the program, but you still have a way to go? Yes, for sure. So I have definitely succeeded, but I'm human. And so I still have days where I struggle. I still have days where I mess up and I eat something that I'm not supposed to. And for sure that there's still more to be done. And yeah, I'm not done. I'm excited to continue. A work in progress, huh? Yes. And I actually just recently got accepted to be a coach. Really? Congratulations. Thank you. So that's exciting. Yes. So I am completing my coach certification right now. Hopefully sometime in the near future, I will start my first round. Well, congratulations. Who do you want to reach out to the most? I think that my target audience is just kind of anyone who is looking for something that is different 
because I do think that this program is a lot different from like the norm. And so I think that my target audience are those who have questions about nutrition and health, but also those people who are kind of on the same path that I am where they have tried things before that haven't worked and they've kind of like hit a wall. I think because of my story that I could really impact those people who have just kind of given up hope on maintaining a healthy lifestyle. I think that's a great idea because I think a lot of people are disenchanted. Well, first of all, they know that they need to eat right. They know that they need to exercise, but they don't know what to eat. They don't know how to cook the food and they don't know what exercises are the best to efficiently get the most benefit out of it. We've just been taught over and over again that the way to lose weight is to eat less and exercise more. And that is not the right answer. Yeah. We need to change that message. What do you love most about the faster way? The accountability. And I think that that is what has kept me going is being able to like be in a group during the six week and be in a group for my VIP where that like there's no pressure but at the same time, you know that the accountability is there. So it's like, if you want, you can post your macros, you can post your meals. I'm here for you if you need anything. And I think that that's what a lot of people lack is the accountability partners, because it's easy to go off track when you don't have people who are working towards the same goal as you. The faster way is like my main accountability, but now I generally don't keep people around me who also aren't going to hold me accountable. So it's gone beyond losing weight it's in other areas of your life. Yes. And, but the faster way has taught me also to have those people around me who will keep me accountable and who will see me struggling and they will help me even if they're not a part of the faster way. They're just kind of, Hey, like, how's it going? How's the program going? Are you still doing okay? I was one of those people that thought, Oh, I know how to work out and I know how to discipline myself. And I'll be able to do this. I don't need a coach. But that was a really uh, an eye-opening experience for me in personally realizing that, no, I need the accountability. The accountability is huge. Whether or not you have the discipline to do it on your own, it is so supportive and motivating. And the community offers all of that. And I didn't realize how important it was, but the community is a hugely important aspect of your success. Just going further with that, like, I think that even like in the workouts and stuff, I think that if it were just kind of like the workouts where you just Google it or like YouTube it and you just kind of get it done on your own, I think that it's better that there is consistency with the workouts as well, but that there's also that community where they're like, post your sweaty selfie or how did you enjoy the workout today or what stuck out in the workout to you or what was challenging for you in the workout? And then it's like, huh, I got to do the workout so that I can answer these questions. What is the best piece of advice you can give someone who is starting in the starter program? To be open-minded. I think that sometimes it can be a lot of information and it can be like a lot of adjusting. I think that being open-minded is very important, especially as you're moving throughout the starter program and you are moving throughout your six weeks, just kind of like being open-minded to how much food you have to consume, being open-minded to the workouts and 
being open-minded to intermittent fasting and carb cycling. I just think it's all about being open-minded and watching people who have been successful in it and knowing that if you put in the work that it will work. What were some of the tools that helped you like my fitness pal and a food scale? Did you, had you used those before and how did they work for you now that you're using those as, as tools? Um, they work great. So yeah, I, I use, I still track my macros. I know that some people, once they switch over to VIP, they stop tracking their macros, but I, I still track my macros every day. I also have a food scale that I use every now and then. Sometimes I eyeball things just because I have measured them out before and I can kind of gauge where it's at. But for things like meat, I always weigh. That's because you want to make sure you're getting your protein in, right? Yes, yes. So I, I always weigh my meat. That's really the only thing that I make sure to like specifically weigh. Sometimes if I'm meal prepping and I want to break it, like if I create a recipe on my fitness pal and I break it up into how many servings, then I will weigh things just to make sure that all my servings are like the same. But that's also the perfectionism in me. So, but yes, I, I love my fitness pal and I actually never really used it before. I do remember that I went to my doctor about a year or a year and a half ago and she suggested me to use my fitness pal and she set my calories at, I think at the time it was like 2,200, 2,300 calories. But I had no idea like, how to consume those calories. She, I guess, kind of didn't tell me what I needed to be eating to go towards those calories. And so I was very confused, but I used it for like a day or two, but I was just trying to get my calories down no matter what I was eating. What are your calories right now? Yeah, so my daily calories are, are 2,080. That's a lot of food. It scared me at first. How can I consume this many calories in a day? I am going to blow up. I've gotten to the point where I have eaten those 2,080 healthy calories every day. And I, by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I'm so satisfied. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't wake up hungry either. No. What is some of your favorite foods that you've discovered or rediscovered now that you're following the whole food nutrition plan? As in like meat or like snacks? Oh, whatever. Whatever food that you found to be pleasing it's something maybe you've never had before, but whatever food. Well, something I've never had before that I eat a lot of now and that I learned to cook myself is asparagus. Before this, I was like, ew, asparagus. And I had never even eaten it. I was just like, that just sounds gross. I'm not going to eat it. Then I tried asparagus one day and I was like, wow, this is great. I should learn how to cook this. So I, I love asparagus. That is something that I kind of discovered and I cook myself a lot. I love these things that are in Publix. They're called Alyssa's Vegan Bites. I, I eat those sometimes after a meal if I need a little sweetness because they have all whole foods in them and no added sugars or anything. And so they're really good. And protein powder. In the beginning, I was very standoffish with protein powder. I fixed my first smoothie in the six-week round and I did not like protein powder at all. And now... It's almost like I can't drink a smoothie without protein powder because it makes it taste so good to me. <laughs> oh, well, your taste change, don't, don't they? Your cravings change and your taste for things. You start wanting to have more healthy food, the more healthy food you have. 
Yes. So I crave fruit a lot during the day. So usually when I'm at work, I will always pack me some kind of fruit. So like on low carb days, I will always pack me like some raspberries or strawberries to have some sort of fruit because I love fruit. And like I ate fruit before, but now it's like, I don't think I can go a day without eating fruit because I just love it so much. Well, that's a good carb to have. Yeah. And even with things like hummus, like before, I would have never eaten vegetables or even preferred vegetables to eat with hummus over like pita bread. But now I definitely prefer eating hummus with carrot chips or celery versus pita bread. You're making me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So, but every now and then I have um, some almond flour crackers with my hummus, but other than that, I, yeah, I do love me some veggies with hummus and I put hummus in my tuna. It's just, uh, I've just, I've discovered a lot of ways that you can like mix macros and make it taste so yummy. What are some of your favorite recipes? I found a recipe for a paleo creamy Tuscan chicken. It is probably the best thing that I have ever made myself during my time with the faster way. It has obviously no dairy or gluten in it, but it, it tastes like it does. And like, it is so good. So that's one of my favorite recipes. I have like just a simple lemon pepper chicken recipe that I do. It's literally just chicken breast and it's sea salt and black pepper and lemon pepper. And that's it. Those are really the only two recipes, I guess, that are like extravagant to me. Other than that, I mean, I make like turkey burgers or chili or tacos and stuff like that. What is one hidden pitfall that prevents people from succeeding on the faster way? What increases your chances of succeeding on the faster way? I think that your chances of succeeding probably comes from having the willpower to do the things that you're not used to doing, as in like cutting out gluten, cutting out dairy, intermittent fasting, because I think that those three things in itself have a lot to do with why the program works so well. So I think that making sure that you have the willpower and the accountability within yourself and around you to do those things, I think that you'll be successful. Well, you have to want to do it. Yeah. That's a big thing for me too, is like, I know for sure that this worked for me so well because I put forth all of my effort into it. And I know that it's, it is also one of those programs where if you don't put in the effort to change your lifestyle and to like start eating healthier and to intermittent fast and to calculate your macros, I think that you will lack and maybe it will be one of those things where you think that this is just another program and it doesn't work. But I think that as long as you put in the effort and as long as you do everything that is presented to you, then it will work. It's hard some days, but I think that if my thing is like, if it doesn't challenge you, then it doesn't change you. It wouldn't be worth it if it wasn't. A lot of people that I talk to, especially coaches, just say, trust the process. Yes. Give it a chance. Try it. See what results that you can get out of it and and weigh those results against the effort that it took. And you soon realize that it doesn't take that much effort to get the result that you're getting. Yeah. And I think that once you, once you, I guess, get used to the dynamics of it, it just becomes like a part of your everyday lifestyle. And you, you're not really at that point, like trying so hard. It's just like natural. Right. 
That's very true. Yeah. And, but you have to allow yourself to get to that point. So like if you're at a point where you're not open-minded and you're not wanting to take those steps, then it will seem like you're putting in more effort. But I think that it'll seem that way because you're not really being positive about it. Why do you think more people should try the faster way? It teaches you how to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle. That the faster way has never like pressured me to do anything. It was just kind of just try. As long as you live the healthiest lifestyle that you can and you do what you can to put forth the effort to change your mentality about food and about eating healthy, everything else will fall into place for you. What's your end goal? I don't have a end weight goal because that's another thing that the faster way has taught me is like not to have, like not to be so focused on your weight. I do still weigh myself once a month. I don't, whereas before I would weigh myself like at the end of every week, but now I weigh myself once, once a month just to keep up and just to keep track. I don't have a specific weight goal. The thing I always tell people is that I want to be able to walk into any store and be able to shop. Whereas before I would have to either shop at only plus size stores or seek out a plus size section, which there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I want to be able to walk into any store and be able to shop. That's a great goal. I love that. What do you think is the greatest long-term benefit of living the faster way? I think just being healthy. I went to the doctor a couple months ago. Did they notice your weight loss? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, tell, tell us what happened there. <laughs> so, so I went to the doctor and at that point, I think I had lost 20 pounds and I weighed myself and my doctor came in and before she like was looking at my chart, she was, are you exercising? And I was, yep, every day. And she was like, are you eating? Are you like eating healthy? And I was like, yep, every day. And as she's asking me these questions, she's scrolling And she's like, oh my gosh, you've lost 20 pounds. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what are you doing? And I like told her, she was just telling me like, this is so great. Just keep on track. The more that you do this, the healthier that you live, your risk of diseases and your risk of sicknesses and stuff decrease drastically. Just keep that in mind, like as you're moving through whatever you're doing, and know that this also has life-altering positive effects on you. How do you promote the faster way? When people like your doctor say, what are you doing? Or or, why are you not eating pasta and cheese? What do you tell people? So I get that question a lot. People ask me why I don't eat dairy and gluten anymore. I tell them about the program, but I, I tell them that through the program, I've learned that dairy and gluten are such inflammatory things that we put into our body. They're just not in the long term healthy for us. But then when I say that, a lot of people are like, Ugh, I just can't cut it out completely. In the faster way, they don't ever want you to feel deprived on your treat days. It's okay if you want to have something that has dairy and gluten in it. And that's that's why we do that is so that our bodies don't feel deprived of the things that we want and our bodies don't feel deprived of the things that we like used to do on a treat day. If you want a slice of pizza, like go for it, girl. There's room for it. There's room for it. It's built in. 
even on non-treat days, if I go to a birthday party, I want a slice of cake, I will have a slice of cake. But like, I just won't have the whole cake. I will just have a slice to curb my cravings. And then I'll know that the next day that I need to be on track. How are you doing with the sugar elimination challenge? It was one of those things where I, again, tried to dive headfirst in it and was like, okay, just cut it out completely. But then I was like, no, I think I actually need to do this whole process of kind of like weaning mm-hmm. it out first. But there are a lot of things that I didn't think would have sugar in them. I even bought no added sugar ketchup and it still had sugar in it. Really? Yeah. So I bought the no added sugar ketchup and it had like dextrose in it. Well, that's that's still a sugar. It's just making me realize that even if something says no added sugar or if it says sugar free or no sugar, then you just still have to read the ingredients because it could still possibly have sugar in it. That's right. And most people don't realize that. I did realize I I enjoy no sugar added peanut butter, which I didn't think that I was going to enjoy. But honestly, it tastes the same to me. (laughs) What do you think about the challenges that we have as a community? Like last month, we had the burpee challenge, which was exercise related. And then this month, we have the sugar elimination challenge, which is nutrition related. How do you like those challenges? Do you usually participate in them? Our workouts and challenges are specifically targeted towards fat loss, how to correctly lose the fat and how to correctly eat healthy and like do those things. And so I think that it's important to, I guess, like follow it as much as you can. Everything in the fast way ties together to benefit you in the long run. Right. Did you do the leg day workout last leg day? Yes, I did. Haven said in that workout, something that really struck me. She said, the moves are hand-picked to help you progress. Yes. And I agree 100% because I think that's what a lot of people struggle with as well. Not only do they struggle with nutrition, but they struggle with like what to do during a workout in order to gain muscle and lose fat. I think that because the workouts are specifically targeted to help you in those areas, So I, yeah, I agree 100%. She's telling the 100% truth. (laughs) And Lee explained to me that the body strives for efficiency. So if you do the same workout over and over again, which is what I fell into when I got out of my starter program, I did not go into VIP. I thought, I got these workouts. I can do it myself. And then what happened was I I whittled it all down to just the exercises that I wanted to do. So I wasn't getting all the body parts working because my body was finding efficiency. It likes to do just bicep curls. So I'm just going to do bicep curls. Well, that doesn't help the rest of my arms. And also, it's just a matter of spontaneity and something new and fresh every day. It's kind of interesting to see what they're going to have on hand for us. It's like to, today's workout totally blew my mind. <laughs> Mine as well. <laughs> So what is your favorite health style meme or quote that keeps you motivated? It's a quote that I said earlier where if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you because on the days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm just not going to work out. I'm just not going to do it. I'm tired. No, I'm going to do it because if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Isn't just a thing for like workouts. It's mentally too. What made you decide to become a coach? I went back and forth with myself. Do I really want to do this? Is this something I want to do? 
And then I thought about all of the people who have reached out to me just from me posting me working out or like my like success in like weight loss and stuff and how people have reached out and they're like, oh my gosh, girl, what are you doing? I've been trying so long. What's working for you? It kind of like clicked in my head and I was like, I would love to show people who are like struggling with what to do and how to do it. I would love to show people and to lead people into how to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle. So I can't see myself being a coach. I'm not that type of personality. I can't say, cheer you on. Yay, go team. Every day, all day long. I just can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to do something to promote the lifestyle because it just hits everything right on the head. Being able to provide an answer to our problems in this country, especially about people eating so much junk food, not knowing how to eat, and then not knowing that exercise is so beneficial for you. We have a very big obesity crisis in this country. And I think the faster way is an answer, a very good answer to that problem. And I want to be a part of it. One of my favorite quotes is, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And I want to be part of the solution. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. I'm going to add that to my my quote list. (laughs) I don't know who said it, but it's a good one. Yeah, I, I like that. Well, thank you, Lexi. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Lexi took a chance with The Faster Way and now continues her health journey. She has shed over 60 pounds and is guiding others as a Faster Way coach. And recently, Lexi became engaged. So her life is full steam ahead. So thank you, Lexi, for sharing your story. And thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback. The best way to contact me is through Instagram where I share more stories and offer more support and encouragement to help you on your health journey. You can find me at Fat Law Success Stories. I'm Veronica Hugger. Thank you for listening, and God bless.